Welcome to Top 5 with Joey Casada. Starring Joey Casada. Team Jesus, my friend. No! Am I walking around, Mark? Co starring Ernie Palooza. Now here's your host, Joey Casada. All right, everybody, welcome back to Top Five. I'm your host, Joey Casada. My co-host today. I'm behind. Wasn't ready for this. <laughs> I am. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm How Tommy about Slater. your real name? <laughs> and with us again this week, by pop, back by popular demand. We got the doctor, Tom Snyder. What's up, boys? You just scared all the children viewers. <laughs> What's up, boys? Oh, I'm great, man. Just drove from New York to be with you guys. How long is that drive for you? Uh, most people, when I got that uh, Waze app, so I do about 85, 90. <laughs> Yeah. Hour and 35. <laughs> oh, man, that's, that's good. Jesus Christ. So I, I think we have an absolute classic topic today. I think it's going to be so much fun. We're going to do the top five dumbest things we did as kids. I mean, there's a lot more than five. I know that. <laughs> I only have five, Joe. Yeah, right. <laughs> I only did two dumb things. I, I, I never did anything dumb. Meeting <laughs> Tommy dumb... was number one. <laughs> Most of my dumb things started when I met you, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny that you say that because we will have a follow-up episode in the future. Top five dumb things we did as adults, which uh -huh. we have plenty That's of a those. Dumbass, a dumbass update. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to add a little new segment to the show tonight? We're going to add, what are you drinking tonight, Doctor? Oh, went to the Finger Lakes last week. Warthog. It's a ginger cider. Really? Yes. It's excellent. Nice. So is it, is it like, is it like an, it's not beer. It's like an, it's like an apple cider, but it's ginger? Yeah, ginger flavored. Nice. What do you no, got over there, Ern? No milk? No, nothing. <laughs> For anyone who hasn't had any, I'm drinking this beautiful peanut whiskey. It is tremendous. <laughs> you ever have this, doctor? Uh, Christmas time, uh, we, put it in hot, we put it in hot chocolate. For anyone, this is rare, I guess, but it, it tastes like, you ever have Nutella? It's, yes. It's, a, it's like a cordial. It, it tastes like that. It's It's... It's fabulous. <laughs> All right, so let's get right into our show today. I, we're going to have so much fun with this one. I can't wait to eat. I didn't know you guys really as kid kids. So I met you. I mean, I was still a kid. You guys were, you know, middle age when I met you. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I met you guys when I was 16, and you guys were like 21, 20, 21. So I, don't, I didn't meet you when we were kids. We're talking about... I guess, what's the age limit here? We're talking probably up to like 12, 13 years old, right? That's what I'm going by. Mine, okay. so, mine's starting at age four and it ends at age 16. That's all right. We'll take, we'll, that's okay. We'll bend the rules for you, Ern. <laughs> all right, hey, doctor. Tell you, tell you, hold on a second. If you take away my number one, it's age four to age probably uh, 10. <laughs> Number one is okay. I can't wait to hear the 16-year-old number one. Jesus Christ. The dumb years. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, we all, we all grew up in Brooklyn. So I, I think, I, I have a feeling we're going to crisscross some of these. W what do you got, Doc? How many, how many do you think we're going to crisscross? 
Uh, nothing. I, I th- guarantee a lot of this has to do with bicycles, though. <laughs> I definitely have some honorable mentions on bikes, that's for sure. Ern? Uh, nothing with you. Maybe one and, a, one and a half with Tommy. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> there's, there's, there's two. All right, we'll move on. But I got to... Ernie, all right. uh, all right, we'll leave it. Doc, we'll we're going to start with it. you. Come on, give us your number five. Number okay, five, not, dumbest not, thing you ever did as a kid. Not proud of this. I wish I was, I wish I was younger when I tell the story. Uh, sixth grade, I went to PS222, and uh, it was Halloween. My parents are a lot older, so I guess they didn't take a real genuine interest in me. My mother was in work. So I went to school dressed as Steve Martin. As a Halloween uh, costume. The arrow through the head? No. Oh. No white suit. What did you wear? <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I, I, I cringe at this. I put baby powder in my head and make it white. So by the time I got to school, it was all puffed out. And I'm walking around telling teachers and everyone, Steve Martin, and they're just staring at me like I belong put away somewhere <laughs> i think mr bernstein mr bernstein he took a a, a liking or a special interest in me and he said you know tom you should have got the hour at least <laughs> i'm just standing there just like, like myself going i'm steve martin <laughs> what an idiot <laughs> please tell me you have a picture for me to post during this episode do you have a picture no of course not the powder oh. didn't stay long enough in my hair <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's baby powder. It went like this and it puffed out. It was gone by the time I got to school. <laughs> yeah, pretty stupid. I, well, dumb, I thought we were talking about. Oh, yeah. I thought that's, the same, that's not the same thing. Ernie, what's the definition uh, of those two? Oh, boy. Just, I don't even know where to begin with what you guys are talking about. Dumb, I do remember dumb, this, though. I think dumb is doing something that you're unaware of. Stupid is doing something you're aware of. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's not maybe. Maybe, no, I don't know. There's no way that's accurate, but we'll take it anyway. <laughs> All, All right, right Ernie, what do you got? Number five. You know Andrea on the corner. <laughs> you know how I felt about her from age six all the way to age 23. All right. Um. When in the fifth grade, sixth grade, seventh grade, I had a terrible crush on Andrea. And every night I would call her house pretending I forgot my homework just so I could talk to her for a moment. She would tell me the homework and I would say thank you and hang up. And that's it for years. Nothing else ever. Smooth. <laughs> he likes to call people's houses and hang up, I say. <laughs> no, I just always pretend I didn't write down the homework. Just as an excuse, just to, um, but that's it. Afterwards, thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> I go do it. You, you, you know what makes us you know what makes us really dumb? You were probably the best student in that grade. Yeah, it's a <laughs> right. There's no <laughs> so... way he forgot his homework, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I would love to I would love to ask her if she knew what the heck was going on <laughs> at the time. Well, if she's watching, please send us an email at, at uh, top5withjoeycasada at gmail.com and let us know if you remember Ernie calling you and torturing you every night about his homework. Ernie, Andrew, you should if you're, Andrew, if you're living in Australia, <laughs> then you can see us. You should have let us know, Ernie, because then maybe we could have Andrea on. It would have been great. Could have oh, contacted. Like, first of all, I was five minutes ago, I was still writing this. <laughs> Hold on, Ernie. We have a surprise guest for you tonight. Andrea, come on in. (laughs) And maybe my teacher could have came on too. I love it. So a couple of mine, you guys went very specific. A couple of mine are very specific, but there's a couple general things that I did as kids more than once that, you know, I look back on and like, and and I'm like, what the hell was I thinking? Or, and I'm sure... This first one, my number five, I think it's something you guys have probably done too growing up in Brooklyn. And if you guys remember, whenever the, whenever there was a nice snowstorm, we used to do something called skitching.
that's basically for people out there who don't know what skitching is. In so many words, it's it's bumper skiing. It's grabbing the end of a bumper of a car, or even I used to do it on the city buses on Flatbush Avenue too. We used to do it on Flatbush, and you would grab the bumper, and you would ride the car skiing with your feet, no skis, just your feet, your shoes, down the street holding the cars. And, you know, eventually, you know, the guy would stop short and you, your head would slam into the car and he would come out running after you, screaming at you, you sons of bitches, get out of here. And we would go running. And a lot of times what would happen too, I was a chubby kid and I, I couldn't keep my balance like with my niece in the skiing position. So I used to grab on like this and I used to, my belly would just be laying on the ground like that. And it, I mean, looking back, look how dangerous that is. One bump. You're dead. Yeah, I think uh, I, I think that's that's classified as stupid <laughs> when you say Flatbush Avenue, but that's a whole other thing. But yeah, sneakers. You had to get sneakers. Sneakers yeah. were the best because you slide right. Yep. The rubber. Yep. Mm -hmm. Again, I never had to it. you never you never did it, Ern. I never had to. I never did it. Nope. You never, did, never it did it either. No. Wow. Maybe I were good kids. Yeah. Well. I mean, <laughs> uh, we saw it. I knew everybody else did, but I never had the courage. My father would have kicked my ass. Oh, I mean, oh, if my mother ever saw me doing it, I would have been way more yeah. hurt than I could have ever gotten skitching. <laughs> Throw me in the middle of Flatbush, not my mom, please. <laughs> and and right, not even mentioning if you fall, if if there's a car behind you and you fall off, what happens? You get run over, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> Sounds like fun. <laughs> Tommy's dad would have read us over on purpose as a punishment. Yeah. <laughs> I made it. I'm here. I ne we never, I, I don't, I, listen, I never saw anyone get run over, so we all made it. Scientific evidence right there. <laughs> Indis Kids. Indisputable. <laughs> Kids I out almost, there, don't try it. I almost kissed the bumper outside of uh, Cuckoo's Nest once. Why? I'm not gonna say that for another episode. Oh shit! <laughs> Ask Steve and Brendan what I did. But anyway, that's it. All Brendan, right, Doc. Anyway, rest his soul. I shouldn't be talking about him. Poor Brendan. The helicopter went down. We never heard from him again. Never heard that's from him again. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Uh, Doc, you're number four. What do you got? All right, here we go. Uh, coming back from Marine Park, playing stickball on the bike. I was bored and I just was driving the bike and I had the stickball bat and I was just tapping the front wheel as I'm going down the block. And I turned away for two seconds and I jammed the stickball bat into the spokes. <laughs> right over the handlebars, right? It was great. Right over, smashed my face on the floor. And then the bike seat, the whole back wheel came back over and smashed my face again into the ground. Fantastic. Fantastic. It was great. I highly <laughs> recommend it. <laughs> yeah, I can picture it. You're almost carrying the the uh, stickball bat like a lance, right? Right. Right. Like, you just a, like you're going to joust somebody, right. You never did that? Of course. Oh, okay. I never I know I never had the pleasure of catching it in the spoke. <laughs> but but I did I did used to carry my bat or you know, wiffleball bat or stickball bat or, or aluminum bat. And I used to pretend like it was a lance. You know, we'd joust each other. Yeah, bicycle Lance Armstrong. It's it all tied <laughs> together. But um, growing up in Brooklyn, <laughs> that could have happened anywhere, folks. <laughs> no, you'd be surprised. Oh, just, ball, just Brooklyn. Stick, oh, stick right. Not many people you're know right. what stickball even is. No, you're right. I, you know, if you right stickball bat, you're absolutely right. Agreed. Great, Duke. Great, obviously, great one. I could picture you flying over the handlebars. It's classic. <laughs> I got oh. more of them. <laughs> Let's go. All right, Aaron. What do you got? Number four. Oh, yeah. Number four. Um, you know what a trust test is? Like when um somebody like falls backwards and you catch them. Oh yes. Well, this is similar to that. Um, I would ride my bike with my eyes closed, with Greg sitting on the handlebars, and he would verbally guide me while my eyes were closed um, in the middle of Avenue R in traffic. <laughs> What's wrong with you guys? 
Looking back at the hippest kitchen. <laughs> right. You didn't have the nerve to sketch, but that was okay. Blind bike riding in the middle of the avenue was good. <laughs> the only thing was it could have been Flatbush. <laughs> I would have saw Joey. <laughs> You'd have saw right. I would have went by Skitchen. Aaron. <laughs> Maybe he did forget his homework. I don't know. It's that one. <laughs> Wait, so let me ask you, did it ever end in tragedy or, you know, injury? I'm still here. Well, Again, kids, scientific evidence. You don't have to be wrapped in bubble wrap to, to make it. <laughs> you don't have to ride a bike with your eyes open. <laughs> 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 right, never mind helmets. We didn't even have eyes as kids. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm already laughing way too much already. I don't know if it's the peanut whiskey or it's just the stories. It's a little bit of both. <laughs> Good one, Ern. I could, you know, I know Greg is a big fan of the show. We're going to have Greg on in a couple weeks. Uh, we'll figure out a topic, but I know you just mentioned him. We'll say a quick hello if he's listening. I'll ride him here on my bike. Yes. I, I, what I think, I think if Greg's back in the area, I think you guys should get on a bike and reenact it for us. <laughs> Can you It'd do that great. for the opening of the show? We'll use that as the opening. Because oh, that's be not going to end well. There's no way. <laughs> One too many times. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of bike stories, so we had two bike stories. I This was actually my number three. I'm going to move it down one just because we have a little bike uh trio going here so my bike story it never ended that bad but i was always the biggest kid of my group i was i was this size in third grade so i was <laughs> i was you know roughly six feet 180 in third grade so you know i'm not a giant adult but a third grader i was i was a i was like andre the giant so oh. all my friends were way smaller than me so I used to always do these crazy things with them. And one of the things we used to do, if you remember, the when you all had dirt bikes as kids. We used to have the pegs on the fronts and the pegs on the backs. So we used to try to figure out, okay, how many kids, Joey's on, on, on the bike, he's riding. How many kids can we get on this bike and ride? So we used to have me riding, standing, because someone else was going to sit. So I would stand and ride. Someone else sitting, that's two. We'd have one on the pegs in the front, one on the pegs in the back, one on the handlebars, and one on my shoulders. So we'd have six kids on the one bike, and we'd try to balance. And I was like, like, like I said, I was like Andre the Giant with, with seven midgets on me, and we're riding down the street, and I'm like this. And, you know, obviously it, it never ended good because eventually – I had to go down because I, if you remember, I'm standing pedaling. So I could never get my feet down to brace the bike. So to end the ride, no matter what happened, we were always going down. So at the end, no matter what, all six kids hit the pavement every time, got back up. Yeah, let's do it again. I saw the same thing. It was in a circus with monkeys, though. <laughs> yeah, my friends all like monkeys. I'm not impressed, Joe. You, your eyes weren't closed. <laughs> you, you know what? I wish I knew Ernie back then. If I, I would have thought of it, I would have had my eyes shut. Oh, Greg and Ernie would have. That, that would have been it. That would have been it. Ernie, we could have teamed up. We would have been, would have been like a superhero team, the dynamic duo. Great. <laughs> All right, Duke. Your number three. <laughs> All right. Um, I had an incoming call. Sorry. <laughs> I had to touch the screen. You guys didn't see that. Tell your um, wife not to call during the show. What's the matter with you? I got to get my computer fixed. But anyway, <laughs> um, my father, uh, you know, home remedy, you know, the old school. He'd take out kite string and he'd stitch you up. No one went to the doctor. No, you know, not with my dad around, you know. So, uh, you know, you just get an earache. So my father, you know, would show me how to fill the sink up with water, put some peroxide in it, put some peroxide in your ear, lay down on your side, you hear it crackling and breaking up all the wax. After it stopped crackling, you knew it was, you know, loose. So then you put the syringe 
into the water in the sink and spray it into your ear. I, I did that too. All right. But here's the twist. I filled up the sink with scalding hot water and I thought it was cold water. Oh, Jeez. So, so when I, when I shot it into my ear, my brain, I, I couldn't even make a noise. My brain didn't know what was happening. I was like this. <laughs> like, I couldn't even scream. My brain was like, it, it was unbelievable. Like my brain didn't talk to me for a week. That's like that old commercial. This is your brain. This is your brain on drugs. You'd see the fry, the egg frying. That was your brain. My, my brain was like, I did not tell you to do that. <laughs> okay. You're on your own on this one. Yeah. Wait, do, was... Just do me a favor. Come a little closer and show me what your brain was like again. <laughs> and there's the opening. <laughs> Belonged in a horror movie one. Jesus. Yeah. Speaking of which, that was that was worse than any scene we talked about last episode. Oh. So. Jesus Christ! Wow. Yeah. Got That's the wax gotta out. Be bad. Got yeah. the wax out. <laughs> Never had wax again. <laughs> Never had brain cells brain, again. Some brain fluid. You know, I got a little. Was good. You got some of the wax out <laughs> even on the other ear. Louis <laughs> <laughs> through. <laughs> <laughs> These are good ones. Yeah, you're right. We're not yeah. overlapping. I like it. Ernie, what do you got? Number three. Uh, number three, uh, before Andrea, and I'm talking about age four or five, or maybe even age what you, three. What are you, a stalker? Yeah. <laughs> there was Christina down the block. Ah. <laughs> you remember Christina, yes. She would <laughs> fill dirt and mud in a bucket and turn it over so it all comes out packed together and keeps the pails shape, and she would call it a mud pie. Well, because right. I liked her, I remember thinking they were delicious. <laughs> one, of, one of the very few things you were not allergic to at that age. <laughs> or maybe I, I or be, maybe the opposite. Maybe that's where his allergic reaction started right there. He's eating mud. Ooh. ooh. That's Might deep. Have, uh, discovered something. <laughs> so it's all Christina's fault. Oh, what we do for women. They were delicious. Right. I, I have a memory of thinking like they were delicious for mud pies. You were a real playboy back then. No, that's about that's all I as far as I got was eating in bed. I heard you did the same thing with Colleen's cooking to win a <laughs> Oh, this is mm, this is so good. Mm. It's the best apple crisp I've ever had. You know I love the apple crisp. You, the, the cooks threw me out of, out of the kitchen in your wedding. They th literally threw me through the the, uh, the swinging doors. I went flying out of the out of the kitchen because I was eating those it with are, my hands. Those are some cooks. <laughs> <laughs> the, were the bouncers wearing chef hats? What, what is, it, weird. Either they were tough or I was very drunk and, and completely <laughs> off balance. I'm going to go with the drunk. Yeah, probably. <laughs> all right i got a good one so my number three again this is more of a general one i don't know if you guys did it again but growing up in brooklyn we used to do something called roofing and what roofing was was it wasn't roofing like the top of your house but we all had garages in the backyards in our houses and we all grew up in marine park so you know our neighborhood was similar but we were a little bit away from each other and we used to get on one of the garages and and the goal was to be able to jump from garage to garage all the way down your block now you're talking you know you're probably talking about five six seven foot gaps in between these garages so you if you're not if you're not getting a running start you're falling 20 you know 15 feet to the floor so you have to get a running start every time to get to the next garage to get to the next garage. And, you know, kids were flying off these garage roofs left and right all the time. And we, I, I, I remember it calling, hey, what do you want to do? You want to go roofing tonight? Yeah, let's do, want to go roofing? Yeah, of course, let's go roofing. We, it was like a thing. It was like a Friday night, let's go roofing. Ridiculous. <laughs> Too much Mary Poppins, in my opinion. <laughs> did, you guys, did you guys ever do that? Uh, I we, we would have uh, yeah, uh, massive place, Ernie side of the block, uh, joint houses. So you only had two, two, two garages put together. 
with a with a in the middle. You right. couldn't leap on the other to the other property. But we used to go into the back alley, or we used to call it the black alley, because it was tarred. And Friday nights, we'd go up to Dick's on Quentin Road. We'd get a Dipsy, I know Ernie loved his Dipsy Doodles, and, and we'd get like <laughs> a little snacks. And Friday night, we'd sit up on this garage and we'd eat. And then we stuck, we turned that into a spy club. Then we started, we took it another step and we started spying on people. So we spied on my father. My father sipped the, sipped the dog, my own dog on me. And my dog didn't know me. And we were going over the fence and he had, I forget whose leg he had, but we were trying to get out of it. But yeah, it was, yeah, Wait, we did something similar. Did he know it was you or he, he's just, no, no, did your dad know it was you? No, nor did my dog. <laughs> the more important question is, did he care? Right, exactly. I say what, bullshit, his dad knew it was him and so did the dog and they both went after him anyway. What do you guys say? My, my dad and dog didn't give a shit. That's, yes, that's exactly, fucked up. That's exactly what we're saying. Okay. You, you, think <laughs> anyway. you think that's bad? Wait till you hear what I'm going to say next. Oh, shit. <laughs> Jesus. Here we go. <laughs> All right, Doc. What do you got? Number two. Ernie might have this one. Deals with a bike. We came up with this uh, elaborate scheme. I was one of those idiots. I was infamous for getting a laugh out of people. So I was the kid that they challenged me to climb up a snow hill and slide into a slush puddle. I was the idiot that did it just for a giggle. That's what I would do. <laughs> you know, stupid dumbs, like, you know, stupid stuff like that. But the um, one time we, we came up with this scheme. Uh, I don't know how bored we could have been, but uh, we had a ski mask. And we said, uh, you know, oh. Billy, Greg, Ernie. Yeah, I know. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna create a scenario where you're going to steal your own bike with a ski mask. We're going to run after you down the block. And you're going to steal your own bike with the ski mask. All right, fine. What? Now, now the plan was we're acting. on our block. Everyone knew us. So it was a quick look and people go, all right. So they said, there goes the uh, special kids. You know, they were supposed to stop at the end of the block on Fillmore Avenue. So I turned the corner. They continue screaming. Someone stole my bike. So now there's a bunch of drunks in the parks that are throwing bottles at me. Oh, my God. I turn on to Marine Parkway, and Billy's cousins, there's about four brothers there. They see I'm going, and they see us chasing me, them chasing me, screaming, someone stole my bike. You still have a ski mask on. Yeah, I, 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 dumb. I should have just ripped it off at right, that point. Right, it off. It's me, Tommy. Right. But these idiots kept, they weren't supposed to keep chasing me either. No, they're not the idiots. You're the idiot. Uh, I can't accept that. <laughs> but anyway, All you have to do is take the mask off. So Bert, the oldest brother, pulls out the car out of the driveway. I almost die. I go into the street. Another car is chasing me. Bottles are going after me, uh, being flown at me. Russell, Ronald, and Dominic, big fat Dominic, they start chasing me on their bikes. They knock me off the bike. They skid next to my head. Dominic gets on top of me, rips the mask off. He's ready to punch me in the face. And they all looked very disappointed in me. Now, wait, I have a question. Now, is this a game or are you like training for when, it was a one for when, it, when you're, when you're like, you were in Brooklyn again, obviously my bike got robbed at least three times as a kid. Are you, tra are you guys training for like an assault? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Here's what we're going to do. What well, you're never Joey, but you never stole your own bike. No, I definitely never stole my own bike. <laughs> <laughs> Uh -huh. oh, but, oh, you, um, oh, you think you're better than me? You never stole your own bike. Oh, uh, uh, you're, you're so dangerous, sketching on the back of a bus. Me, I close my eyes in the middle of an AM, you're driving a bike. <laughs> but anyway, the uh, oh, I have a footnote on this. See, I'm not dumb. I crazy glued the ski mask on my head. No, you didn't. Yes, Shut up. I did. there's, a footnote. there's a footnote. Is that true or no? No, I'm just no. trying to <laughs> trying to cover it up. Okay, I was my dumbness. Say. <laughs> Woo. You had to see the disappointment, though. They all like looked at me like like I just did the dumbest thing. Almost got my ass kicked, run over, and they all went, "Fucking Snyder, what the fuck is wrong with you?" You know, and I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Did they say to you by any chance that this is going to be number two on your dumbest things when you do top five when you're uh, 
50 years old. <laughs> yeah, Russell, Russell said, one day there's going to be a pandemic. <laughs> you guys are going to be on the podcast, and you're going to mention this. He was right. Look at this. It's crazy. <laughs> ah, he was almost. Yeah, he's pretty close. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Ernie, you but remember I owe, that? But I owe one. I, I do owe, remember this very well. I owe to Greg, Ernie, and Billy, and it might have been Vinny Cassidy, of almost getting me killed, and Eddie Romeo for continuing chasing me. So, so yeah, give them all shout a shout out. out. Say, yeah. Shout out. Thanks, boys. <laughs> all right, Ern, you got to top that. What do you got? Oh, my God. Uh, number two stupidest thing I did as a kid is there's, not. There's another little girl that I stalked. <laughs> <laughs> and M Mary Beth on the other yes. corner. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy! She made fresh lemonade, and I told her it was delicious. <laughs> she she peed in a pitcher, and I and I told her it was delicious. Well, come on, you never ate mud before? For, for Ernie, a girl, yeah. boy, you never ate mud for a girl before? Besides Kerry, there was no other girl that ever appeared on the block. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, All right, still remember. Give Go it to ahead. us. Number two stupidest thing I did as a kid is not beating up Snyder. God, he, you, you're wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> he tortured me for years, years as a kid. You're wrong. You're it wrong. It would have been a classic story of the nerd standing up to his bully. You knocked me out, you moron. That was, well, that was, it was one moment. And, and, Hold on. That was just one punch. Anyway. <laughs> it was a pretty good punch right on my temple. They landed me on my ass. I didn't know where it was in Greg Foss's house. That was total luck. But, <laughs> let, but let's face it. They make movies out of these, these type of incidents. Jeremy like, Spoken. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he probably would have just beat the crap out of me anyway. So I guess it was better that I didn't. But Ernie, I even remember that story. You guys always tell the story about the, the one time that you finally stuck up for, stuck up to Snyder and you sucker punched him, laid Didn't him suck. out, and then ran. Because they told Didn't you, Ernie, you better get out of here. Yeah, well, Kerry, Kerry threw me out of the house. I chased him after I got up. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody tells the part right afterwards where, where afterwards we're fighting in the street trying to push each other in front of cars driving by. <laughs> Nobody tells right, that part of it. You're like, making me. You're making me feel bad. I'm gonna drive over there and let you punch me in the face again. No, 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 no. I feel my, horrible. I hurt myself. Ernie, I picture you like the kid from Christmas Story, finally sticking up to that bully, and on top of Snyder like this, cursing, son of a bitch, fuck shit, and everyone's I like had this. It I had it coming. Look, Ernie. <laughs> feel better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like that one, Ern. Let me go get a stickball bat. Hold on. I'll, oh, jeez. Right <laughs> oh, All right, I got a good one for number two. Avi, you know, you guys know I'm a big Kiss fan, right? I think you guys know this. Kiss my ass, Ozzy Zools. <laughs> I went to see Kiss when I was five years old. First time, Madison Square Garden, Dynasty Tour, Kiss and Makeup. Bombs going off, drum risers, and Ace Freely had this smoking guitar solo. And during some of his solos, Ace would, would go on his knees and like lean back like on the floor. He would be on the floor and lean all the way back and play his guitar solos. So, and I tell a, a detailed version of this story in my book too. But when I got home that night from Madison Square Garden, I was pretending I was Ace Freely. I grabbed my wiffle ball bat, ball bat. I was on the top of my couch, on the back of my couch. And, you know, not the low part, the back of the couch. So up higher, obviously. I'm, I'm five years old at the time. You sure I'm, this wasn't the Hamptons? <laughs> it's, it's very similar to the Hamptons, <laughs> yes. Here, but here's okay. the difference. I jump off the couch and try to land like Ace on my knees, leaning all the way back. And when I do it, I broke my hip. Five years old, I had a hip fracture because I was pretending to be Ace Frehley, coming home from the Kiss concert, trying to do a guitar oh. solo. 
I was laid no. up, but you know what? It turned out to be a, a godsend because I was laid up for weeks and weeks and weeks in, in my room, in my bed. And all I did, I was just introduced to Kiss at the time. All I had to do, there was no cell phones. I didn't even, I don't even think I had Atari or anything like that yet. It was still too early for that stuff. All I did was listen to Kiss records. So I think that's kind of why I became such a big Kiss fan. Not even because of the concert, because I had nothing else to do but listen to Kiss and I think watch Gilligan's Island. That sounds like worse than misery. <laughs> being hobbled and being made to listen to Kiss records. <laughs> I mean, um, I, you were skinny before that, right? I could see you laying in bed and your mother and grandmother feeding you meatballs. <laughs> I can see it. Here, this will make you feel better. Eat this. Eat this. No yeah. more, Ma. No more. <laughs> the new show, my 600-pound ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like uh, 34 pounds before that, and then I came out of uh, at a hip surgery around one, 120. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, boy. Are you saying the guy who did the one-hit wonder New York Groove was in Kiss? Whoa. That no, is not a one-hit wonder, you son of no, a bitch. No, that song's too good. That is a Australian. Like right I around like that, that time, too, Ernie. They played it that night live, just so you know. Oh, you had the wrong groove. <laughs> you need to go see uh, Paul Stanley's new album in his video. He looks like Little Richie. He's had so many facelifts. Yeah, oh, he's man. not looking. He's not, his, his eyebrows are like this. Yeah. All right, yes. Doctor. Your number one dumbest thing you did as a kid. Involves a bike, um, but it was different that day. It was just different. <laughs> um, I came out of the house. It was a sunny day, and I had one of these iron mailboxes. Mailbox. It was like right by the front door. There was a yellow jacket flying around, so I took my hat and I swiped at it. So I proceeded to get on my bike and put my hat on and going down the block, and uh, it was in my hat. So I was going down the block. I like once again, my brain's like, what, "What's going on up there? What, what's going on?" What you, you know, like the syringe wasn't enough. Like, what are you doing? So show us, I'm show going, us. Okay. So I'm going down the bottom like this. All the neighbors are watching me drive by them on the bike, and they're probably like, "This is the kid again." <laughs> he's going, he's having an episode. <laughs> <laughs> There's that special Snyder kid again. There he goes. And he's like this. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> They're like, now I know why he, he rides a bike with a ski mask. <laughs> Did, were you, were you really getting stung? Yeah. I got stung like five times in, in my, my scalp. Yeah, I, I just wish, I wish someone took a picture because it. I mean, a video, a picture wouldn't have done unless no. it was like frame by frame would have been great. Oh, but, I can't even imagine like that, that video is <laughs> worth is worth twenty million right now. <laughs> they didn't have video cameras back then, but no. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Uh, All right, Ernie, and uh, unless you you know you kidnapped you know one of your neighbor girls down your basement and and. <laughs> Started cutting off body parts. I don't know how you're gonna to top that. <laughs> Maybe a shit pie. I don't know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's my turn. You're number one. Give it to us. Probably one of the most famous nights on my block for a while, and even the neighborhood, uh, the pool night. I know the story. Oh. I'll tell the story. Uh, my parents were away, and I had the whole neighborhood in my house, and it was real hot that night. People went over the fence in my backyard to my neighbor's above-ground pool. One thing led to another, and before you know it, the pool was gone. <laughs> Destroyed. Um, I don't know. That was so wrong, whoever did that. <laughs> People were washed down the alley. <laughs> I... I like a I water, like it. a water park. <laughs> you know, I, it might have been the same party where we rammed uh, Christian Palmieri's through the house into your wall with a spaghetti strainer on his head. 
but with oh. <laughs> a hole in the wall. His well, parents used to. How <laughs> did the pool break? All right, all right. hold on, hold on. <laughs> I was here. <laughs> the uh, this is a witness uh, account right here. <laughs> here comes the color. Here comes the color commentary. Okay, me and Vinny Cash. Ernie's father I loved him to death. Really good with money and stuff, but he can be cheap. Oh. We call him Nanook of the North in the winter, and he'd be the heat miser during the summer. He wouldn't put, he wouldn't buy an air conditioner, and he wouldn't put the boiler on, uh, well, the heat on the house in the winter. So it was stifling in this house. And it's like, his parents are probably in Atlantic City. That's when we when, when we played. But me and Va Vinny Cassidy actually jumped in the pool first. And it, we did it quietly, and then we came back in, and everyone just saw us wet. So the next day, everyone ran past us and started jumping in the pool. Now, and we're like, we're and like why are they pool. smiling? They're they, they comfortable. Something's going on. <laughs> Where was pool. the pool, Ernie? Which neighbor, sides or back? Uh, uh, you had to go to the, to the next backyard. You had to climb the fence. Okay. Right. It wasn't a fence. It was a white wooden fence, four, yeah. five feet high, yeah, easy to jump. Yeah. But yeah, it, and the best thing is when that pool opened up, I remember Georgie Lewis, who was one of them in the pool, they all got washed down the driveway. It was one of the funniest things you've ever seen. But, but then it turns out, this is what cost all the money, the water went down the basement and blew out oh their, their washing machine, their dryer, blew everything out. So, but how uh, did the pool break? Just you guys in the pool would not, doesn't, they don't break a pool. It was going, there was 14 people on it. Oh, well, you said, you said two or three guys ran past you, and now it's 14. Well, I got knocked on the floor. <laughs> I don't remember how Get many people passed away. me. <laughs> but, uh, oh, my God, it was funny. But, oh. I mean, Ernie, you want to, your neighbors are sweethearts. They were the nicest people, too. They didn't call the cops. They didn't even know until the next morning. I don't so know how we you, got away with it. When you say spent all the money, did you, did, who paid for it? Did anyone have to pay for it? Ernie threw one of his go-letter. <laughs> well, actually, first, um, we uh, figured something out where if you were in the pool when it broke, $30. If you were in the pool at all that night, $25. And if you were in my house at all that night, $10. <laughs> then afterwards, yeah, as Tommy pointed out, afterwards, I also threw a, a, a keg party in the park. I ended up making money, actually. We used to make fun of Ernie for that one. We used to make money off of these things. That's when he became a math genius, right there. Never let a crack. Like, Wait a second. Oh, I can make three hundred on this. Listen, I, can, I can be a math teacher. You, you don't realize, but at that age, sixteen, uh, seventeen, so around that age, but a half a keg goes a long way. Oh yeah, With twenty a, people, you know. Yeah, half a keg could get 20, 20 16 year olds hammered. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but uh. It was funny. I mean, I didn't pay anything because me and Vinny said that we, we took a cold shower to go. Nice. <laughs> Which is the better alternative, yes. <laughs> Did you really not pay anything, you cheap bastard? No, of course. Poor Ernie. Of course. How, how mad was your dad, Ern? Oh, my God. I, um, I had to go to my neighbor's house and call my parents to tell them it to confess because I was too scared what they would do to me if I did it in person. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's yes. a good one. Nicely done. I could just picture you guys going down the driveway. Ah! <laughs> it was great. It was Ooh. fantastic. That was Action Park before Action Park. Yep. <laughs> no, no one got any stitches. <laughs> Class action park. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I never left there without without myself bleeding. <laughs> that damn alpine slide. Please, please. Uh, all right, I got a good number one. I don't know if we were the only kids that ever did this. I'm hoping we were because it's probably the dumbest thing I ever did. Adult kid, anything wise. I don't, we never really officially named this game, but over the years, we've come to refer to it as pass out. And what we used to do was, we used to play a game, you used to go on, the, on a wall, you'd lean your back against the wall, you'd, you'd crouch down, 
you take three deep breaths and on your third deep breath, and I, I remember this like it was yesterday, you'd hold the third breath, you'd stand up and one of your friends would, and I hate to even teach this to kids out there, you would take your fingers and just press right here. Really? Not hard, but fairly hard. And you know, you're, what you're doing is you're cutting off the blood flow to your vein, to your brain. Explains a lot. And what would happen is you would pass out. And the person who was holding their breath and had their, their, their neck like this would pass out and you'd wake up however you passed out and you'd have a, you, you'd feel like your head fell asleep. Like much like when your hand falls asleep, your head yeah. would have that tingling feeling to it. <clears throat> and you'd wake up like you wouldn't know if it was five minutes, an hour, two days later, you were completely oblivious to what just happened. And, you know, obviously when we kept doing this, the first few times it was scary. And then we realized, okay, everyone's waking up. We would keep doing it. And one time, one of my friends, we did it to one of my buddies in my friend's house. And my friends, my friend happened to have a Doberman pincher puppy. And this poor Doberman would, would shit all over the house. So my one friend, we did it to him against the, against the living room wall. And when he passed out, he fell face first into the Doberman shit. And we, we, I just had dinner with these guys last year. We still talk about it. It's my friend Rob. He fell face first, passed out into the dog shit. It was, I mean, we, we used to do this for, you know, every weekend. It was It was awful. We, uh, we would do it in a PS222 in the sixth grade. You, would so, do, you did this? Yeah, the principal had to make an announcement. But we didn't do it with, you know, touching here. You'd How'd you do it? The person. You get behind the person and pull in and the blood would rush to the brain. Oh, like when you get out of a chair too quick, like sometimes it happens, you get out and you go, Whoa, you know, that's well, what would they would you doing. pass out. Yeah. You'd hit the floor for like two seconds. You that's know? really dumb. Yeah. Not a good, not a good, not a good idea. That's borderline stupid. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when we eventually stopped was one of my friends did it and he was not waking up as quickly as everyone else and we were getting nervous slapping him he it, you know it probably was only 20 30 seconds or so but he hey, was out for it listen, felt it felt yeah. like a while uh, like the beatles said you know a little help from my friends you know <laughs> i mean, we, I mean these aren't enemies these are best buddies but doing this to each other you know i mean the way um, i look at it now now that i'm a father picture your son or daughter and their it, friends it, doing this can you imagine it just happened recently in my in my uh my daughter's school, 13, like two years ago. They were doing every this? Every once in a while. Yeah, every once in a while, it recycles. So I'm hoping we're starting it all over again. <laughs> but were they eating mud pies? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Schnapps. <laughs> all right, so listen, that's, that's our number ones. That's our top five. But I know we, we, we got to have a couple quick honorable mentions each. What do you got, Duke? Uh, my special guest. My peepee. I have two things I can link together there. Ernie's nervous. <laughs> I was uh, in a bathtub. We used to have a Lone Ranger and Tonto were big. You know, I guess I'm showing my age. And they had these like dolls about this big, like a little bigger than J.I. Joe dolls, but they were hard plastic. I was in the bathtub. I must have been like six, five, around there. And I pulled one of the legs off of Tonto, and it had like a rubber band slingshot. Oh yeah, it's, it's, it went right back into the socket, and it caught my my thing. <laughs> and, uh, and another thing, the brain just doesn't know what to do. You know, it's like, <laughs> hold on, come on. Oh, <laughs> it my mom had a, my mom, so much. I was like, you know, looking down in a bathtub. I I I couldn't touch it. I I I didn't know what to do. You know, and my mom had to come running upstairs and pull so the wait. taco leg out. Was it caught in the joint? Yeah. Oh, Do you know how hard those those plastic when you I pull know. them? Over, I right know. I have a couple of them right here. With, you know my toy collection. Oh, let's show us. No, I don't want to bring. <laughs> I don't want you to have any, uh, you know, uh, post traumatic uh, distress disorder <laughs> here going on here. And uh, my yeah, 
Yeah. And my, my second one real quick, we were playing, I was playing goalie in Marine Park and I forgot my jock strap at home and we were playing another block. So we had to get the game going. So everyone gave me their socks and I put my socks down the, in my hockey pads down <laughs> under the balance. Everyone. Get, I, <laughs> I could just picture everyone gathering. Everyone quick. We need your socks. To protect it, was line, it was a line of people with socks. <laughs> you can't lose the goalie and start a game. It, it's now, not like the center. The center's not wearing his jock strap. Let him skate home, get what he's got to get, and come back. If I leave, it's an open net. So now, I stay, and you know where this is going. Oh, yeah. I took a hockey puck to the tip. Oh. It was worse than ever getting kicked in the... Uh, oh. I fell down. I was like Malachuk when he had his, his throat cut by the oh. skate. I was like this. I didn't, I didn't know what to do. Now, when you, you know? put the socks down there, just out of curiosity... Were they socks? The socks. Put the socks. When you put the socks down there, were they were they in between? Were they in the pants or inside the underwear? Where'd you inside put the socks? Inside the underwear, which I gave back to all the guys after I was done. But it's not bad for their feet. It's bad for you. You're the bad one. Do you understand? It's bad for us too. What's worse? <laughs> I came down with a bad case of athlete's penis after this. Uh, <laughs> And they all had crab foot. <laughs> so that's it for my PP stories today, ladies Ooh. and gentlemen. Well, Aaron, I don't want to cut you off, but since we're on the subject, this didn't happen to me. This happened to a good friend of mine. We, we, we were on the, the school basketball team. And then after, after our games or practices every week, we would play manhunt in our school. We went to St. Thomas Aquinas in Brooklyn. And in the school there were these big black pick um, spiked fences. You know the spiked fences? You know, there's, you know, whatever, eight, seven, eight feet tall, whatever. The church, they don't want you in there. They're keeping you out. You can't hop these things. It's not like a chain link fence. There's only that little bar on the top and then the spikes. But of course, we're playing manhunt. We're scaling these fences all the time anyway. My one good friend, Jimmy, scales the fence impales himself he impales himself he's caught up there now it's in his ball oh the spike is in his ball to this day i i i'm not even sure i haven't followed up on him as an adult i believe he has one ball but he was caught up there we had to call the ambulance it was it was it was not good that's that's nuts yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh my god boy we're really leaving off on a high note here yeah. I know. Get it? <laughs> I'll play the shadows note right there. All right, Aaron, what do you got? Uh, the, the only thing I can think of is um the little girl on the, the corner. The swings. <laughs> um, there was a lot of uh uh what Wait, do you call them? Start Stunts. again, start again, start again. Oh whatchamacallit? Um this is going back to when all the stunts were happening with the swings. Particularly people uh would jump off the and grab the the, the gate. Oh, so I um, I never had the courage to do that, but I made up my own, where you would be standing on the the um the swing, and you'll lift yourself off the your feet off, so the swing would start the seat would start going nuts because you're <laughs> it's nothing holding it. Right. So if you could imagine, and then you would have to like time it to put your feet back when the swing goes. One time, I missed, and I um. I missed it and I started falling. And then at the last second, I didn't hit the floor because I held on. And I was like, oh my God, I'm okay. And then Uh-oh. I see the swing I've been dragging. The sh- I see this in front of me because <laughs> I've been dragging it in front of me. And it caught me right on my thighs. And I was alone and I actually crawled home. I crawled across Fillmore Avenue. Would you give anything to see that footage? I'm pitching Eddie Murphy in trading places, you know. (laughs) The homeless guy is like (laughs) like like in the Wolf of Wall Wolf of Wall Street. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I can picture you like that, Ernie. Uh, I mean, there's so many other ones, especially growing up in Brooklyn. Not many people even, you know, can relate to this. I I know you guys have done this. What about just eggs on Halloween? Destroying people, destroying houses with dozens and dozens of eggs, 
We used to have this woman on, on my block that would pay us $20 each just to not destroy her house every Halloween. My friends and I, we would have, all my friends were never allowed to have eggs on Halloween. My mother, of course, let everyone do everything. So I had a shed in my backyard. It was literally like a grocery store. Starting in <laughs> September, we would start loading up hundreds and hundreds of eggs in my shed. And it would be like our, you know, our base. And we would run back and we'd have, there would be hundreds of kids on one side of the street against hundreds of hundreds of kids on the other side of the avenue. And we would be launching eggs at each other where, and cars are just going by. It was, if you think back at it, it was insane. I, I remember the teachers on Halloween, boys and girls, eggs kill. <laughs> and we're not talking about cholesterol here, boys and girls. It's like, it was like a big thing, you know? But I, I was big in the shaving cream. Well, you never, never did really eggs? Egg. Nah, nah, never. We had a thing called in the pit. We'd spray people with uh, shaving cream and throw them in the leaves, like a chicken oh, cutlet. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, I never got into the egg thing either. Or wow. even the shaving cream thing, I thought. I, 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 I didn't really enjoy that. I, I had no choice. You know, people chase for shaving cream, but it, I never thought it was fun. One year with the eggs, my brother saved one egg, and he kept it in his desk in our room for a year. Picture an egg. In your, in the, he kept it in his drawer for a year. It smelled, but it wasn't that bad. You would, you would think that it smelled worse than it did. Kept it for a year, and then on the next Halloween, he hit me with it. And this thing was black. Mm. It cracked on me. I smelled the whole day. I was like getting sprayed by a skunk. This thing cracked open, and it was black. And I had this smell on me the rest of the day. It was awful. You know the patience you have to have to wait a whole year? How yeah, much he doesn't like you? He waited a, a year. year to, he said, I, you know what? I can't wait. <laughs> I'll get you back. Watch this. <laughs> and I can picture him like on Christmas checking it. Summertime. You still there? Okay. We got three more months. Don't worry. Yeah, you know, it, 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 it's funny. When you leave the city, they call it mischief night. And there's a lot of toilet paper. Right. We, I never did toilet paper. No, never did toilet paper. We never did toilet paper. Funny. Oh, we might work. But we would even stand on Flatbush Avenue and pelt the buses with eggs. Buses. They could just kill everybody. What is, what is it with you with buses? <laughs> I mean, it was Flatbush <laughs> Avenue. That's where, you know, that was where all the, all the fun was to be had. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, after all these stories, I'm surprised we're alive. I'm surprised you have kids, Tom, after the penis story, Ernie. I'm surprised you ever found a woman after your stalking stories. Oh, thank you. I'm sure, I'm sure Colleen has never heard those stories, and she's going to be pleasantly surprised when she watches this episode. Yeah, I'll be coming to live with you guys. <laughs> you, you, gotta, you have a mud pie coming your way, buddy. <laughs> she's going to she's gonna say to you tonight, Ernie, I made you such a special cake, <laughs> you have to eat it. And you're going to be like... <laughs> And you better say you like it. Yeah. You better say you like it. <laughs> oh, I'm not as good as Christine's mud pies. Or Andrea. Tom, you remember Christina, right? That's, of course. I said I was part of that mud pie thing. <laughs> Colleen's like, that's funny. You never forgot your homework when it came to me. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> didn't share the meat, the mud pies with you. Wait a minute. Uh oh. Hold on a second. I gotta go. <laughs> she was cheating on you, Ernie. She giving her mud pies to Tommy. I don't know. Oh, that gosh. that mud pie whore. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. Guys, this is a good one. Uh, we we will definitely follow this up in the in the near future with. The top five dumbest things we did as adults. I'm I'm assuming there's gonna be a lot of, and we were drinking this when when the beginning of all those stories. So it, it it's the same dumbness. It's just it starts with alcohol when you're an adult. <laughs> dumbass update. <laughs> Everyone out there, please tell us some of your you know dumb things you did as a kid. You know we grew up in the same area, so I think a lot of this is is you know is neighborhood related i would love to hear other people from different parts of the country or ernie's fan base down under 
Hello, Australia. In Australia, uh, what what they did. I, I'm so curious to hear other people's dumb stories as kids. I'm sure there's plenty of them. Email us at top5 uh, with Joey Casada at gmail.com. Send us your lists. Comment on YouTube. Download us on iTunes, on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts. Anywhere you can get a podcast, download us. Give us a like. Send us a five-star review on iTunes. Tell us what you think of the show. Doctor, any last, any last words? No, I just can see, like, cases of Australian mud pies delivered to Ernie's house tomorrow. <laughs> With love letters. <laughs> All letters. <laughs> As usual, love you guys. Miss you. Stay well. Ernie, any shots, last words? Baby. I got two I, shots. I'm surprised. I'm surprised Tommy didn't go with the uh, the furniture moving in the middle of the night. <laughs> well, that was that was not the difference between dumb and fun. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't go with a hockey stick when you try to hit a, a a cardboard box and you cut me right. Oh up man, my I, I, that wasn't a dice. I so, feel terrible about that. Yeah, you got me twice so far. Tommy, you thought the hockey stick was an accident? <laughs> no, Ernie, I never did. <laughs> I gotta be honest with you. Never did. Oh, he got you back after all. See that? Subconsciously. Oh, the, the, the hockey stick is a terrible story, by the way. That was a that was a terrible. Split me up. Oh. But wait, why was he swinging a hockey stick at you? I don't know this. No, we all were, were beating up the box. Just it was it was fun. We were. Yeah, we're, we were, we're swinging at the box this way, and Ernie decides to go up like this. Oh, <laughs> oh he caught you going up. He missed was, the box and. Right up my forehead. His head. Yeah. <laughs> and I, with the pull the stick out, it didn't come out as easy like this. I was like, oh. I, already took, I already took his foot on my forehead and pulled the stick out of my forehead. Oh. He was probably like, oh. take that, you son of a bitch. Read oh, my girl's mud pies. I blocked <laughs> that from my I blocked that from my memory. Oh. You big, you big, oh, stop. You're gonna go have sex now. You're so happy. Oh. <laughs> 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 and on that note, good night, everybody. Great time, everyone. Mwah. Be good, boys.